Welcome to the Walk in Jesus podcast, where we discuss practical, actionable steps for walking with Jesus in a Christian life without confusion, hassle, or stress. I'm your host, Brett Swales, so let's get moving. Just Mercy Often he sits for hour upon lonely hour by himself in a bed, a quadriplegic locked into a body that cannot work anymore. But he is never quite alone. You see, a local church has adopted him as their own. Each week, groups of friends descend two by two upon the local Pennsylvania nursing facility where he now lives. All are ready to help him move through the facility in a distinctive chair to a special van. It takes two people at all times to get him situated, regardless of whether he is getting in or getting out. They take him to his favorite church on Sundays. Once there, he can hear the phenomenal praise music and then the amazingly uplifting stories of Jesus, who is still, after all these years, his King of Kings and Lord of Lords even after his millions were embezzled and gone, along with his wife and the family who abandoned him, after his legs failed and then his arms and the lesions then formed on his brain, all due to the ravages of multiple sclerosis, he still believes. He was diagnosed back in the 1990s. Every week he still greets well-wishers with his smile and a soft, nice-to-see-you-again. He knows most everyone in the 800-member church, and they know him or have heard the stories still told about him. He was a high flyer who touched the sun and fell to earth, but today is borne aloft again by the grace of God and that small army of volunteers, facilitated by the long-suffering staff at the nursing facility where he now lives. Most of all, it is just mercy and grace that keeps his life worth living. The world can do anything as well as or better than the church, said Philip Yancey, quoting the words of Gordon MacDonald. He said, You need not be a Christian to build houses or feed the hungry or heal the sick. There is only one thing the world cannot do. It cannot offer grace. Jesus taught us many times that he came to not judge the world, but to offer sinners grace and salvation. But yet, it is that sometimes we are shocked by the way that our fellow Christians approach these very same sinners. No wonder we are, with regularity, accused of hypocrisy, all the while admonishing ourselves along the way to hate the sin, but to love the sinner. Perhaps this is because we are so poor in showing true Christian mercy and grace, that we often resort to the frustration of hating the sinner as much as the sin. The individuals who do this, those who openly hate the sinner, are sometimes seen and heard proclaiming their poison openly and publicly. This is sometimes puffery and arrogant pride at work, and they call themselves Christians. That is the rub. We all suffer for it. The Pharisees made open and notorious pride into an art form. We are warned in Proverbs 16.18, as it is therein declared, Pride goes before destruction. 
a haughty spirit before a fall. And Romans 3.23 says plainly, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory. Still in all, there are those of Christ's Sarah who openly, publicly, and some even profanely sought to judge certain sins of others and even condemn them for it. Sadly, so it is today. The following is a story from the 1980s. For it was then that I heard judgment and condemnation proclaimed openly by a preacher from the pulpit and cast upon some recently deceased young Christians, fully in the presence of some of their bereaved friends and loved ones. There were actually sobs and moans coming from the congregants. What happened here? It seems that the teenagers in question had been at a party, and true to form, drinking was involved. On the way to drop one of the kids at home, someone lost control of the vehicle at a high rate of speed. Tragically, kids were killed. What a terrible loss for the families and friends of the victims. They sobbed for those who they would never see again. But far worse was that just as the tears started to flow, the preacher dropped his full arsenal of arrogance on the sinners the victims, and their accident alike. Yes, it was because the teens were drunk and had died in the middle of their intoxicated escapades. Now, said the preacher, they were all suffering eternal damnation in the flaming fire pits of hell. Their lot was sealed and their judgment assured. Each and every one is surely in damnation. They knowingly drank and then drove, and God is a just God. That is why they are screaming in the anguish of hell. Teenagers, beware, for this is the fate that you invite if you too should die in your sin of drunkenness and revelry. The preacher had no just mercy. Those kids were judged, sentenced, and executed by him just for effect. As I heard a woman moan, I got up from the pew unable to stand any more and I walked out of the so-called service. For some reason, I remember a church pen in my hand that proclaimed the following church motto from John 11.35, Jesus wept. I threw it far out into the parking lot. The local papers never covered how the preacher broke the hearts of some of those attending. The hate for the sin resulted in disgust for those teenagers and it was a pity. It is always so when the sinner is actually despised more than the sins that all of us are so guilty of committing. I am quite sure that Jesus, in point of fact, wept on that day. I know that I did. In conclusion, we are called to a just grace and recurring forgiveness for the sinner, the prostitute, the murderer, a just grace for the alcoholic and the drug addict. We of the kingdom hear of almost every sin, for we're told we're all priests of the Most High. But we're called to dispense the grace of Jesus, and we are expressly called to not fall into human judgment. It is so easy to lapse from grace into disgrace. In the meantime, every week they still come to the nursing home. 
They take their friend to church, to Bible studies, and sometimes out to a restaurant. Their mercy is a just mercy, direct from God. May we exhibit grace and just mercy to the world, forgetting our anger and our rage directed at sinners, knowing that in this way, only that we too shall not be judged. By the way, in closing, did you ever hear the lyrics to one of the most popular hymns? Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that is greater than all our sin. We are called to grace and just mercy from the hymn, Grace Greater Than Our Sin. This podcast was copyrighted 2022 by Brett Swales in its entirety. All rights are reserved. I am affiliated with the Church of the Brethren dedicated to continuing the work of Jesus peacefully, simply, together. Have a nice day, and God bless you.